The website is brandonlang.com, and I'm expecting a rebound. I don't know how you did last week on this show. Um, accounts, my account maybe might be a little low, but we're rebounding this week, right, B. Lang? See, that's the amazing thing about this business is I can go on radio and have monster weeks, and then on the website on the pick that counts, I lose. Then I can go on radio and not have such a great week. <laughs> but then on the website, for instance, last Friday on the website, the pick that matters, Wake Forest beats Virginia by 20. Saturday, website, pick that matters, Baylor beats Iowa State. Sunday, website, pick that matters, Rams over the Bucks. Monday, pick that matters, Dallas blows out Philly. Tuesday, pick that matters, Cardinals over the Brewers 6-2. Wednesday, pick that matters, Seattle Mariners 4-2. Six straight winning days, life is good, can't miss right now, but go on radio last Thursday, Friday, have a bad day. <laughs> there you go. So well, like, they call it gambling for a reason. Yeah, hey, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me throw one that's obvious to me, but I could be completely wrong. When you Now, Ole Miss scored a lot of points against Alabama last, last year, but if you're going Alabama – Ole Miss, and you have an over-under of 79.5, Brandon, that seems awfully high. See, it's crazy as this sounds. The Ole Miss defense has played better. Um, Bama's not at Ole Miss where that game got absolutely crazy. This game's yeah. in Bama. Um, it's hard to score points on Bama at Bama. I saw that, too, and I said to myself, the play in that game is under the post to total. I just, I, I mean, I may be wrong. It may go 50, may go 54-34, who knows? But I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see, I don't see Bama's defense just getting run game on him at home. And conversely, it's not like their offense is setting the world on fire. Yeah. You know, not not against quality teams. You know, George, the, the Florida game kind of exposed a little bit of their their offense deficiencies in the second half. So I agree with you under under seventy nine eighty. Because I imagine it'll go up too. So yeah, uh, to me, I would leave the side alone and play the under. All right, here's a question for you: Is Maryland getting a little respect, or is Iowa overrated? The Hawkeyes, number five in the nation, they're only minus three. Against the Terrapins? I love Iowa on that. Okay. I may have, I don't remember what games I gave out on your show last week. Mm -hmm. But I had to have mentioned Friday night home underdogs in college football. Did I not? No, you did not. Okay. So last Friday night, you had Virginia, you had Syracuse at home getting six and a half from Liberty. So far on Friday night in college football, there's been four Friday night home dogs. Three of one outright in the fourth, Illinois plus seven covered against Maryland. Last Friday night, Syracuse plus six and a half, one outright. Four and one straight up, five and oh against the spread. You can't explain it. You just scratch your head and say, wow, I'm staying so far away because I always made me a ton of money. Of all the teams in the Big Ten, the one team that just always cashes a winning ticket when I need it is Iowa. But with this Friday night home dog streak and Syracuse beating Liberty last week, and, you know, you just kind of scratch your head. Stay away. 
Yeah, I'm going to take a step back and see just what's going on okay. here. Okay. Friday Night Home Dog. Fair yeah. enough. com for the picks. Hey, Michigan plus one at Wisconsin. Boy, I'd, I'd, I'd be Michigan all the way. Now, again, I don't know what picks I gave out on your show, but I'm almost positive I gave you Notre Dame over Wisconsin. You did. So I'm of the firm belief that I don't think Wisconsin's that good. The implosion they had in the fourth quarter was ungodly. I think they made their bed with this quarterback, and and he's struggling, they're struggling, they just don't seem right. I think Rutgers is better than people think, and I think Michigan beat a good Rutgers team, and I think Michigan goes in here and, and, and wins this football game. You know, speaking of Notre Dame, we should throw out this for this game against Cincinnati is the biggest game in Luke Fickle's coaching career. Cincinnati on the road minus two against Notre Dame. I'll say it again. Um, is it two now? Yeah. Well, it depends. Two, three, wherever. You I got go. one here. Yeah, yeah, I got two. I know you're in Ohio. I know it's Cincinnati. I know you know you want me to do the right thing here, but I'll say it again. Um, Cincinnati had no right beating Indiana. And I'll say it again, and I'll go to my grave saying this. If the middle linebacker for Indiana, their captain McFadden, does not get tossed out in the second quarter for targeting, Cincinnati had one first down in the game before he got thrown out. Then all hell breaks loose and they make a miracle cover. I think it ends here for Cincy. I just, what Notre Dame did last week against Wisconsin and the way they did it in the second half. Getting Notre Dame plus points here, um, I was really impressed with the fourth quarter of the Irish, and, and I think I think Cincinnati is in here and gets beat. Yeah. What about Buckeyes minus fifteen against Rutgers? I'm going to take Rutgers. I'll say it again that 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 Clemson and Ohio State with these new quarterbacks, and I I said about the Minnesota game when Ohio State beat them. Minnesota was right there until the, the personal foul late hit on the guard in the third quarter that changed the game, 14-point swing in three minutes. They had three big chunk plays in that game against Minnesota. You take those away, and, and they just don't look right. This, you know, it's like Clemson doesn't look right with that quarterback. He's going to be good. But this Rutgers team, watch out. They're so much better than people think. Greg Schiano's done a great job. I think if Ohio State wins the game, Rutgers is going to take him to the wire. I'm going to take the double-digit home dog. Yeah, hey, uh, let's go to the NFL, and you can get these picks, BrandonLang.com. I'm not sure what to think on this Browns-Vikings game just because the Vikings are so unpredictable, but the over-under of 51-and-a-half for two offenses that can fly and defenses that stink, I don't know, man, that seems to me, I know we're doing two over-unders today, but 51-and-a-half in that game? I agree with you. This has, for me, the feeling of that that Ravens-Chiefs game. Because I think Baker's going to have great success against this Minnesota defense. Arizona and Minnesota, the way they went up and down the field on each other. And I think this game here, I would I would feel a lot better in taking over the posted total than I do messing with the side. I mean, granted, Cleveland was impressive last week. You know, Josh Fields and shutting him down. and But Kirk Cousins isn't Josh Fields. And with those offensive weapons in the running game and, and Cleveland and their offensive weapons, I, I agree with you. This total should be 55-56. Love the over. If I had to play a side, um, I would probably lean toward Minnesota at home. That win last week by the Vikings was impressive. It really was. I didn't think it was going to happen, and, and they stepped up and played a football game. 
I would lean toward Minnesota, but love the over 51 and a half. So the big game, of course, Sunday in uh, Foxborough, Tampa Bay at New England. Your thoughts? Wow. I mean, if, if that's serious, if Tampa beats the Rams, are they laying 10 instead of seven and a half? Yeah. You know, they go out there and they get blown out. It kind of devalues the number. And, and, and now I was really surprised that New Orleans went in there and beat them the way they did. And so my, my stance on this is between you guys is this. If you don't think in places you don't talk about at parties, that is in, in his entire career, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. We don't know if, if Belichick went to Kraft and said, listen, it's him or me. I want to go in a different direction. I know you love him, so you can have him. I'll retire. And Kraft says, I, I can't have you retire. Well, then you're going to have to let him go. And so Kraft calls up Brady and brings him to his house and says, listen, um, I, I got to let you go. They made it seem like Brady went to Kraft's house and says, I'm going to go. We don't know what Belichick said to Kraft to, to, to divorce the two of them. But if you don't think Tom Brady wants to go up here and stick it right to this man <laughs> in his building. Right. And I don't think, if you don't think Bruce Arians is sitting in that quarterback room with the offensive coordinator, Byron Leftwich, and they're sitting there saying, Tom, we, if we can put 50 on him, we're going to put 50 on him. If Jameis Winston and the Saints are able to go up there and beat them in the manner in which they did, and you got this defensive line coming after Matt Jones, you don't think Tom Brady's looking over going, this is the kid you got ready for? Cam Newton's who you got rid of me for? If there was ever a recipe for a blowout, it's right here. I'm not a big road favorite guy. I don't like the late chalk, but on radio, I'll say, if I had to play this game, I would play New England because if you think Chris Arians is going to set on the ball in the fourth quarter of a 14-point lead, I think you're absolutely crazy. Brady is competitive to the core, and if he gets a chance to stick it to Bill Belichick, they are going to stick it to him in a way he's never had it stuck to him. <laughs> hey, All right. hey, I'm curious real quick. Uh, Packers minus six and a half hosting the Steelers. The Steelers are god-awful, Brandon. They're horrible. You're giving me the Packers at only six and a half? Be careful. Yeah? Let's talk about this for a minute. The NFL is about matchups. The NFL is about how teams match up with one another. Okay? For whatever reason, Pittsburgh matches up really well with Buffalo. Can't explain it. They just, they just match up well against them. So if Ben's got time to throw, he's going to get you. Golf had time to throw. He had a monster game. And so now here you go, Green Bay, everybody jumping back up on the bandwagon. They're going to do this, going to do that. You can play over the posted total in this one, too, because it's going to go over. But I'm telling you, you look at Buffalo the last two weeks. Absolutely destroyed Washington. Absolutely destroyed Miami. And Pittsburgh went in there and beat Buffalo at Buffalo, getting that same six-and-a-half number they're getting here. It's a weird dike. Mike Tomlin as an underdog, be careful. Five and one since 2020, 10 and three since 2019 as a dog. So be careful. Everybody's going to be on that Green Bay bandwagon, and Pittsburgh matches up a big physical running game against that Green Bay defense and doesn't have a pass rush. You watch it again be a little closer than people think. All right, great segment as always. BrandonLang.com. Thank you, sir. Hey, no strip our reference either. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. (laughs) Next week. All right, boys. Thank you. We talk to our buddy, comedian Nick Griffin, next.